T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Having a little bit of fun today. Uh, your go-to comedians. Now, a couple of these uh, uh, people who we've had call in um, haven't quite been comedians, but has been comedy, like sketch comedy. Like, I mentioned Cheech and Chong, and their record albums were a series of comedy sketches. Uh, our very first caller today brought up Key and Peel, P-E-E-L-E. And I'd forgotten about Key and Peel, but... I've been watching some of their stuff during the breaks, and I've just been cracking up hugely, absolutely, enormously funny. And I can't believe nobody has mentioned Dave Chappelle yet. Really? Are we still canceling him? Seriously? Absolutely freaking hilarious. But the one thing I'm going to say to those of you in your 20s and 30s and maybe your 40s is this. Just because somebody says, uh, Phyllis Diller is funny. Don't write it off. If somebody says Joan Rivers was funny, don't write it off because a lot of their stuff is still really, really good. Even Joan Rivers, before she was dropping F-bombs, was very, very talented. And, you know, some comedy hasn't really aged that well. I get that. But others, uh, comedy is uh, is still very, very good. I mean, you go back and you read ancient Greek jokes. They don't really do a lot for you, but uh, you know, maybe it's a cultural thing. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a uh, <laughs> there was a uh, flatulence joke in a play called Frogs. F R O G S. Frogs, um, and it basically well, I, I don't want to go through the joke, but it uh, you know, I mean, I mean, flatulence humor has been around for a long time, a long time. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And I was not making that up. There really was a guy in Paris in the late 19th century named Joseph Pujol, P-U-J-O-L, Le Petomaine, who was a fart artist. That's what he was. Like, now we have Mr. Methane. He was, well, Le Petomaine. By the way, the namesake of the governor in the classic Mel Brooks movie, Blazing Saddles. That's right. All right, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Um, here is uh, Jeremy in Buffalo. Jeremy, you are on. Hello. Tom, what's up, man? Well, I'm getting some good tips show. on things I need to watch. Yeah, so before I go into my list of comedians, I just want to correct you on uh, Ron White. He's actually sober now. Oh, he is? Yeah, he. Uh, I listened to a podcast with him, and uh, I think it was Joe Rogan, and he's been sober for a few years. 
I had no idea. Um, great for him. Well, yeah, great, no great for him. Bad for us. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up because I mean, I, I look. I wish the guy, I wish the guy uh, the best. Um, I'm just, I'm looking up uh, Ron White sober, and I'm ending up uh, with German dungeon porn. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, you're right. How notorious comedian Ron White quit drinking. Yeah, all right. That's uh, very, very interesting. Yeah, good for him, though. But so for my list of comedians, I love Bill Burr. I think he hits a lot of people's uh, soft spots. Yes, and, he does. Uh, he makes people uncomfortable. Uh, I would say yes, uncomfortable. Is there without using any profanity? Is there a Bill? He, by the way, if, if you need to see Bill Burr and you get Netflix, uh, there's at least one Bill Burr special on Netflix right now. Um, do you, oh, do you have a, a Bill Burr bit without profanity that uh, is like his uh, your favorite? Uh, well, in his last special with uh, well, not his two specials ago when he was in uh, London, Paper Tiger, he was making a joke about how the uh, President's wives, you know, they don't really have a job. They just got to be there. And how Michelle Obama was doing arena tours. <laughs> like, what the what the F do you do? You don't do anything. And you're selling out arenas. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr, I mean, you know, some things, I, I laugh at some of the things he says. Uh, and then I, I I don't like him, other things he says. But he he's very talented. There's no getting away from it. Yeah, but him and um, Tom Segura, I think, is one of the best right now. How about Chris DiStefano? Uh, he's pretty good. I haven't heard too much of his stuff, but I know that he's pretty uh, well liked in the comedian community. Well, let me let me just uh, refresh your memory. Chris DiStefano did the bit about being thrown out of Catholic school because he hit a kid over the head with a chair, and they called his father to come down to talk to the principal. And I have heard that. <laughs> what the principal didn't know was this guy was a mobster. So <laughs> the story told by Chris Stefano is absolutely hilarious. He turns around, locks the door, <laughs> says, maybe there's another way. <laughs> Let's try to think of another way. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of Joey Diaz, too. He's pretty yes. uh, of the same LA. Oh, he Joey Diaz is hilarious. He's a good one. And then... uh who else? I don't know. But to uh, cut it short, one of my old school favorites is uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. And going back on your, uh, you know, we need some more F-bombs on the radio. I won't use the F-bombs, but he, his one joke that's pretty inappropriate is uh, a girl told me to F her with 12 inches and make it hurt, so I... No, that's a little that's a little over the line. I can't, I can't let that one go. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Can't do it. Can't do right. it. Can't do it. Uh, it is, uh, I got to make a judgment call on that one. Uh, hey, if it was up to me, but uh, it, it ain't up to me. It's 15 minutes after four at uh, WBEN. Uh, want to find out your go-to, uh, stand-up comedian, or it, you know, it might not be stand-up. I know Cheech and Chong did a show locally, I think at the Riv, uh, what, half a year ago, but I, I don't associate Cheech and Chong with stand-up. I associate them with their albums, which were a series of, uh, uh, of sketches, some of which were pretty fun in their time. Remember, let's make a dope deal. Remember that one? It's, it's still funny today. Uh, let's go to uh, Tom in North Buffalo. Uh, Tomas, you're on WBEN. You've got a go-to to make you crack up? Well, it's really not a stand-up comedian, but it's a troupe. I mean, Monty Python, I grew up on Monty Python movies and Monty Python's uh, 
flying circus and it was all over the place so it was like animation it was historical it make historical intellectual references and yet they'd be kind of biting at the same time but they weren't really political you know and i like uh robin williams this is hilarious and i i, I like Chappelle. so i mean you, know, you. you just mentioned him in the last 10 minutes but Chappelle, for modern people is just even if he's politically i don't care if he's what politically correct is he's just He's just funny. He's just really funny. Well, you mentioned you mentioned Robin Williams, and <clears throat> when you go back and you listen to Robin Williams and his rapid fire delivery, and a lot of it was improvised, as I understand it, you really under uh, understand the brilliance uh, of that man, and and why it probably was really frustrating at the end of his life that he couldn't he was going into cognitive decline. Yeah, that's that's a shame. You know, sometimes people are just really good, and you know they can't deal with, like you were talking about Carlin's last uh, uh, skits being not. Maybe he's going to the dark side, and you know, I I think that's what might have happened. You know, maybe you know at some point, you know, like good musicians can only they put out a certain amount of albums, and they don't want to put out anything else because they feel they can't compete with whatever they did earlier. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Even if uh, you could bring back everybody who uh, was in Pink Floyd, who's now dead, um, are, it, will they ever put out um, Dark Side, Side of, of the Moon? moon? Yeah. I mean, seriously, how how do you do better than Dark Side of the Moon? Seriously? I, All right, some people would say, well, with another brick in the wall. I disagree with that, but that's just me. That's me. I, I agree with you, Dark Side of the Moon. I, I just, but but the, I think it's a problem with any artist. I think whether it's a comedian or a uh, actors can kind of move, but m- musicians or comedians, I think they have the same issue of burnout. You know what? That That is a great point. I think that's why so many of them uh, lose themselves in drugs. I think some of it is boredom on the road. Some of it is trying to get excited over singing a song you've done a thousand times, maybe 5,000 times before. Um, the Beatles stopped touring because they couldn't hear themselves and they just didn't think it was uh, worthwhile. Uh, they were offered... I think $50 million um, by some unsavory elements at one point in Las Vegas to do a one-night show. $50 million. They turned it down. Wow. Now, oh, it was going to be less than an hour of a show. <coughs> so uh, thank you very much, you. Uh, Tom. I appreciate the call on WBEN. Your go-to comedian. Your go-to comedian. I like Rodney Dangerfield. You can't go wrong with Rodney Dangerfield. Um, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters was brilliant. Robin Williams, absolutely a brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, here is uh, Mary uh, in uh, on a cell phone. Mary, you're on WBEN. Who does it for you? Um, my number one would have to be Jeff Dunham. and But I also have three others. I love um, Bill Ingvall and Gallagher. And there was an Irish comedian back in the 70s named Dave Allen who did incredible sketch comedy. I, I, I apologize for this, but you lost me with Gallagher. I'm sorry. You kind of lost me with Gallagher. <laughs> sorry. We don't all see humor in the same way. Uh, Jeff Dunham. Give me a Jeff Dunham <laughs> bit that you like. Um, almost anything Walter says. He reminds me, and and especially these days, where he's imitating Biden. Well, because, and the reason I ask is because um, when I say Mitch Hedberg, people 
will say, well, who's Mitch Hedberg? And I will say, okay, did you ever hear the escalator one? An escalator can never be broken. It can only become stairs. We apologize for the convenience. That's him. And everybody, oh, yeah, I've heard that. Oh, yeah. I love Mitch. I love Mitch Hedberg. But, I uh, love Mitch Hedberg. Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham is high on your list. Absolutely. Gallagher, though. we got to work on that. <laughs> All right, thanks, love. I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I. Please don't say carrot top. Please don't. Just please don't. Your must hear comedian. Your comedian that you will always turn to to crack you up. And sometimes it is somebody that you listen to in your youth. And sometimes it's people that are relatively newer on the scene. I say relatively newer on the scene. Um, and then, of course, everybody everybody goes through changes, um, like Ron White. I had no idea that Ron White had uh, become a sober guy because every Ron White bit I've ever watched, the, the stool with the glass, uh, booze, and, and the smoking was a big part of his act. And I, I got to figure out... Actually, I want to watch Ron White now to see if he's still funny. That's a horrible thing to say, but I do. Uh, let's go to Diane in uh, Kenmore on WBEN. You are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. First time caller, long time listener. Oh, nice. Mine is Wanda Sykes. I love her. She absolutely cracks me up each and every time. Right before pandemic started, we went and saw her at um, the casino in Niagara Falls. She just cracks me up constantly. She does everyday stuff, but her face, her mannerisms, I can look at her face and just laugh. She doesn't have to say a word. <laughs> I mean, she's not she's not goofy looking. I mean, it's not like you're looking no, at her face no, and laughing. Her, no, no, no. It's her man. No, she's actually quite attractive. It's her mannerisms. She just has this way about her that just makes you want to laugh. I just love her. When men buy you a drink, is there a bit? Um, of Wanda Sykes that would encapsulate Wanda Sykes because I know the name and I know I've heard her, but I can't think specifically of anything that she's done. Um, well, I first got to know her on, she was on um, Christine, a show with Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh, back years ago. I think it was like around 2006 or so. And that's where I first started seeing her. And then I, I've seen her several times on stand-up on television. And then when she came to Niagara Falls, um, my husband surprised me with tickets. Oh, nice! And and that just like that just yeah, that just really did it for me. That's where I really really liked her. Hey, she does a bit. She's gay and she's married to this um, uh, blonde Nordic like looking woman. Where Wanda is quite the opposite of that. Right. So she does a lot on that. She's got twins. She and her wife have twins, um, a boy and a girl. So she does like everyday stuff, and she just. Just tell stories, funny stories about her life and, you know, her family and stuff like that. And I used to love who I really liked um, because he did the same thing. Unfortunately, people are probably going to boo this one. But Bill Cosby, he was hysterical when he was standing up. Um, I saw him at Melody Fair years ago. I mean, he was so funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know what? There was a time Bill Cosby was one of the most admired men in America. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, that time is is long gone. I you know what? I I literally cannot listen to anything. Bill Cosby. I don't think I've even heard Bill Cosby on any of the comedy stuff I listen to. I think he's been uh, uh, canceled. Oh, he probably has. Now, my husband agrees with you on Stephen Wright. He likes Stephen Wright a lot. Watch Stephen Wright's first appearance on The Tonight Show. 
Oh, okay. it, it's online. Stephen Wright's first appearance on the Tonight Show, and uh, one of the things Johnny Carson says to him is, "So uh, they let you out for the night." <laughs> um, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate the call, Wanda Sykes. I know I've I've no I've I've heard her bits, and I know I liked her, but I can't think specifically of any bit. I listen to a lot of this stuff, in case you wanted to know. Um, but uh, yeah, Bill Cosby at one point. Obviously, uh, well, it, it yeah. I can we just move on from Bill Cosby? Thank you. I don't think anybody's gonna hate me for moving on from that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, uh, popularly known as the Monty Python theme song. And uh, it has long been uh, speculated or uh, talked about that Monty Python was guy humor. That women did not like Monty Python. Guys loved Monty Python. Women did not. If I'm on a quest, if you are a female Monty Python fan, to uh, let us know. Um, who is, excuse me, your go-to comedian? Who, who is your go-to comedian? Um, whom do you absolutely love? And we're running the gamut today. Uh, and again, most of these people that you're mentioning, um, I have absolutely heard of, and I know that I've heard their work, like uh, Sykes, but I, I can't put my finger on any specific bit that she has done that I really, really liked. But I know the name, and I know that I like her because I have heard her stuff. Like Russell Peters, I've listened to a lot of Russell Peters bits, and he goes, he's all over the place. Russell Peters is hilarious, but I can't give you a, uh, a Russell Peters, this should be on a t-shirt line. Like, there's a few from Mitch Hedberg that are actually T-shirts. The Escalator one and uh, the one about the girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I just know a girl who'd be very upset if she knew I'd said that, um, which was pretty funny. And what else did he say? Oh, my manager said, don't use alcohol as a crutch. Well, it can't be a crutch because a crutch helps you walk better. Um, Mitch Hedberg was very just a hilariously funny guy. I mean, his his delivery, he was so shy on stage, too. He was so insecure. But it is tragic. If you look up the photograph of Mitch Hedberg, uh, final appearance on the Howard Stern Show, he really does look like a wax dummy. It's just, it's tragic. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, John in Amherst. John, go-to stuff to make you laugh, comedian-wise. What do you got? 
All right, Tom. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily my go-to, but I've recently listened to it, and I imagine you probably heard of this. There are three. Well, it's a comedy group or troupe from 1977, National Lampoon. It contained John Belushi, Brian Doyle Murphy, and Bill Murray. The album was called "That's Not Funny, It's Sick." Yes. Yes. And is that is that the one that contains the bit about uh, save the whales before they blast themselves to extinction about whale flatulence? Yes. Ah. Uh, and anyone who likes sick or vulgar humor, this is the album to listen to on YouTube or wherever. And the gymnastics commentary <laughs> yeah. that we cannot say oh, yeah. on the air right now. Absolutely. Yeah, that that is a classic. Um, that's a classic album. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Very good. All right. Thank you very much. Um, National Lampoons, that's not funny. That's sick. I'm sure by now somebody's put it up on YouTube, but it's it's hilarious. I think Jane Curtin is on that as well. A lot of the early Saturday Night Live people were uh, part of that. Of course, uh, John Belushi. You know, nobody's mentioned John Belushi, but I think he's known more for his sketch work um, than he is for his, uh, his stand-up. And obviously the Blues Brothers became iconic. Here's Eric in Holland on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to laugh today, and you guys are helping me. Well, Buddy Hackett will make you laugh if you ever listen to the Chinese waiter. Um, not the Chinese waiter. Other Buddy Hackett stuff. And by the way, he was in "It's a Mad, 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 Mad World." Um, Buddy Hackett, absolutely freaking hilarious, and he uses every word in the book. Well, it, you know, if you heard the Chinese waiter, he never swore in it. And he, when he'd go on Carson, he'd have him coughing up a lung. All he had to do was sit down next to Carson, and he was already, you know. <laughs> him and Rickles, I would say, and Shecky Green, I'm just going back to uh, years where I'd watch Carson. Those were the funniest guys. Uh, yeah, Don Rickles, hilarious. But have you, I'm sure you have noticed, how many of these great comedians are also actors? And I, I cannot believe nobody's brought up Dennis Leary yet. Dennis Leary, as a stand-up comedian, is great. And as an actor, he's very terrific. Why is it that so many stand-up comedians are also great as actors? I really can't answer that. I don't watch many movies as far as that. I'm always going on YouTube and watching the older comedians because, to me, that was – and, you know, I can say this because I'm Jewish. (laughs) Um, The old Shecky Green, those those Jewish – comedians were just so real and they could just pick on everybody but you know nowadays you just can't do that well jackie mason of course um don rickles uh believe and now he he was in the movie casino and in the movie the irishman with robert de niro which is on netflix um the character on stage joey gallo's birthday i think is supposed to be don rickles not to be too far into the weeds on this. Don Rickles, absolutely, um, absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. So it, because I don't want to get into Kanye zone here, but as somebody who is Jewish, do you have a greater um, empathy or understanding with the Jewish comedians than uh, other people than other people might? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they were just funny. I mean, they were so real. And, well, I'm of Jewish descent. Let me put it this way, okay? I'm not a practicing Jew. I'm of descent. But 
when they were talking, it was like, oh, my gosh, these guys are so funny. They could they could get away with that back then. Well, the reason I ask that is because, you know, a lot of times in, in families, you know, you, you can relate to somebody you see on stage and say, oh, my, that's my Uncle Morris right there. And it makes him even funnier. Exactly. That's what it was. I think it was part of the family where you, you felt that connection with them. And I had an aunt. Um, you know, we were two generations apart. We could sit there and watch Carson, uh, and you know, even Benny Hill. We'd sit there and watch Benny Hill, and we could we would just laugh at these people, at their slapstick or their picking on people. And today, it's just not done that way. No, it is. Uh, it is not. And the Benny Hill music was actually ripped off and used in the movie V for Vendetta. Um, when they did, when they had this Benny Hill knockoff guy as a comedy show host, who didn't really end up uh, on good terms with the government, much to his uh, eternal um, damnation and extinction. Thank you very much. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Jay Leno. Also, uh, how many uh, have you seen Jay Leno doing stand up? I, I thought he was very funny. Uh, rip your guts out, funny? No, but funny nonetheless. Um, and very, very quick. And I know that Jay Leno is a uh, terrific guy. Those of you who've been to Hollywood have taken the tours of the homes of the stars. Uh, Jay Leno would always wave to the buses. Always wave to the buses. That is what I call good PR. Hey, there's Jay Leno, and there he is waving to people. And, uh, you know, people like Jay Leno, they, they, they have to deal with this all the time, these invasions of their neighborhoods by tourists. But Jay Leno was uh, super cool about it. But Jay Leno, I think it's Jay Leno, um, was not particularly liked by a lot of stand-up comedians uh, who felt that he did not do enough to boost their careers when he had the helm of The Tonight Show. As I recall, that was the knock on uh, Jay Leno. Let's go to Bill in um, in Lancaster. Bill, you're on WBEN. Go to funny guy would be. Oh my God! You brought up good, such good memories. This is a great show. Um, I I, oh, I, I promise mediocrity daily, sir. Mediocrity. Oh, busted! You know, Don Rickles' best one of his best friends was. I don't Bob know. Newhart. Bob Newhart. That's an unlikely pairing. Oh, yeah. They were good friends. Okay. Actually, he, showed, he was in uh, Newhart shows a couple times. I, I did not realize they had a personal uh, friendship. I mean, people people yeah, in showbiz did. cross paths all the time, but I didn't know they were friends. But Bob Newhart, I, you, you bring up all the other comedians, and it, it's great memories that I watched. Um you know, they made me laugh, and I was very, that you know, laughter is the best medicine, Tom. <laughs> well, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, that's why it's one of the reasons I'm, I'm doing this show because I said at the beginning of the topic, I said, you know, usually I get out of work and I am not listening to news channels. I'm not listening to talk radio. I'm listening to comedians doing their things because I just want to laugh. And and the new art show when he's up in. Uh, Vermont, I I did that on YouTube and I just laughed my ass off. It's it, give it a, give it a chance. You it, know, I, you're not gonna you're not gonna like this, Bill. But Bob Newhart as a stand-up comedian, my own personal opinion, and I'm not saying you're right and I'm oh, wrong. I understand. Or, or, or uh, I just I thought his his stuff went on too long to get to the point. I, right, he, he wasn't. 
I, it's quick like uh, Robin Williams and that. I, I, I totally agree. But it, he had a, he, he, he's different. All comedians are different. Uh, and, uh, yes, they are. Absolutely. And, and if you watch his, uh, his, his sitcoms, uh, you know, the old sitcoms, maybe you'll get a chuckle. Okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I definitely thank, do. I thank definitely you. Do. Thanks very much. Take pictures of the air show going on at your house. Okay. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> I think I think it sounds like it. Thanks very much. I uh, I appreciate I appreciate hearing from you. Um, you know, there and there are some comedy bits like uh, the two thousand year old man. I know people are going to hate me for this. Um, just I, I just I would say mildly entertaining, mildly entertaining. All right. But again, we all have stuff that we like. We all have stuff on which we're lukewarm and so on and so forth. But no, on this show, all I can do is on a daily basis, promise and deliver mediocrity. That is what I do. Uh, let's go to uh, who's next? Uh, David in uh, West Seneca. David, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the program. Hello, Tom. I tuned in a little late, so I don't know if anybody has mentioned Richard Belzer. Uh, Richard Belzer? No, nobody has. Richard Belzer? Okay. You talk about actors and comedians. Richard Belzer was both, of course. He was um, he was a great comedian stand-up, and, um, and then, of course, he was a hit on Law & Order Special Victims Unit, which where he played a very serious role. As a detective. Yes, he did. Okay. And he also wrote a book, um, Hit List, about all the people who died who were connected to the JFK assassination. And he uh, has a speech on that that is on YouTube as well. Yeah. Now, I had the pleasure of seeing him. I don't know. Are you familiar with Caroline's Comedy Club in Midtown? Well, I've never been there, but of course I've heard of it. Okay, you've heard of it. Yeah, I had the pleasure of seeing him there. Uh, purely by accident, we were visiting New York, and I saw a poster, um, and, um, you know, uh, so I said, yeah, you know, hey, we got to catch this guy, you know. So anyway, he had a Rolling Stones cover band open up for him, and he does a Mick Jagger like you would not believe. <laughs> really, he really does. And uh, he's uh, puts on he put on a great show, and while we were there, the cast of Law and Order that he works with, they were all sitting a few tables away from us. Okay, how cool! So it was, so it was like oh, we were starstruck, <laughs> you know. Well, that's pretty. That's you pretty know, cool. Like, like, like Hicks visiting the big city, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's so, yeah. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, Thank so, you. Yeah, Rich, Richard Bell's one more. Nobody's mentioned Chris Rock. Let's get on that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure somebody will before the end. Chris Rock, absolutely hilarious. Richard Belzer, by the way, yeah, it, as the gentleman just said, he's a great actor, funny as hell comedian, and he's also uh, an author, and he did that speech on YouTube on his book called Hit List. And Richard Belzer was also the comedian on stage at the Babylon Club in the movie Scarface, a very young-looking Richard Belzer. Yeah, Alan mentioned uh, David Brenner. David Brenner, um, I I know he was called, uh, what, the king of observational comedy at one point in his career. But 
when I was a kid, David Brenner did a lot of filling in for Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show, so that is how I remember him most, as almost like, okay, he's a safe alternative. He's a safe alternative to Johnny Carson. But some of his stand-up stuff, he did use uh, some words that you might not expect to have come from David Brenner, but I don't know, he didn't ever quite do it for me. Like, no strong feeling one way or the other. Bob Newhart, I will confess that for his stand-up comedy, it turns me off because it just seems to go on and on and on before it gets to any point, and then the point he gets to wasn't worth the wait. It was like going out to dinner with this really hot, well, never mind, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Bob in Clarence, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, great. I'm getting great suggestions here. Yeah, I, I, you were talking about Ron White earlier. I saw Ron White this last summer in July, and uh, he he just came out of uh, out of COVID. He was, you know, he was hadn't done a show in over a year and a half, and he had let his hair grow longer than years. He he called himself Moses when he came out, <laughs> and he announced that it's his farewell tour. He's going to retire after this tour. Yeah, well, supposedly. The show was excellent. It was all new material. It was a really good show down in uh, Salamanca at the casino. Yeah. And it was, uh, he had a lot of good, nice new material, and it was just a really good time. Uh, just a correction, Ron White's hair was not longer than mine, just so we're clear yeah. on that. No, he was not. Um, it, it's a length thing with guys, you know, with the hair. <laughs> but as far as uh, Ron White, just... It, it, was he as funny sober as he was when he was not sober? Yes, he was. He was really. He was hilarious. Um, I've been. I've always watched him. I, I enjoy. I enjoy his comedy, and my my boys knew that, and they took me for my birthday uh, to to go see him. I didn't know it was his final tour, supposedly, but. Uh, that's what he said. It was a it was a really good time. He had, he had the place rocking. Well, a lot of people say it's their final tour, and then when the uh, checks from the recording companies and the licensing stop coming in, they decide, yeah, better hit the road again. I've got bills to pay. I like living in Midtown and having a private jet. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, the call very much. Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, because I, I had a chance uh, name drop. I had a chance to hang out backstage with Three Dog Night. And yeah, and with Corey still alive, and uh, anyway, and and, and I, I asked a couple of the guys who were the original of Three Dog Night, how can you guys still tour? And they just looked at me and said, "Cause we need the money." Like that's a good reason. Cause you always figure these guys made a fortune in the early 1970s, but mm, not necessarily so. A lot of these guys got screwed over by record labels and uh, managers and everything like that. The music industry is replete with stories of people who got screwed uh, by managers, um, especially some of the early pioneers of uh, rock and roll. Why do you think Chuck Berry would always insist money up front? Then I play with good reason. He did. It is uh, 456 at News Radio 930 WBN. I have no problem continuing this. Uh, you guys like to laugh, and I respect that. And frankly, some of these, you're giving me great ideas of people to look up tonight at home when I need a laugh, because I like to laugh after the show. I think, I do believe laughter is the best medicine. And, uh, I, uh, I I just I enjoy being made to laugh, and I, I'm a tough I'm a tough customer when it comes to laughter. But uh, once you've won me, you've won me. 
except, well, George Carlin, I got to make a special exception for because of um, bad health and advancing years. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.